just the sides of sports. Apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight. The exclamation point. Wait, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate <laughs> one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Ho, ho, ho. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 320. I'm a little rusty. It's been a while. Hasn't it been a while? It's been a week. Feels like it's been a while. Seems like it's been a while. Rowdy, you were back last week. How are we? I was back. Yeah. You were back. Okay, I was gone. Yeah, you guys passed each other in Mm -hmm. the air. We did. Like ships in the night. Like airplanes Um, in the night. Like airplanes in daylight savings. (laughs) Oh, portals. Uh, Rowdy, how was your trip? I mean, it was fine. I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna rehash things. <laughs> These poor people have heard it too many times. Okay. So, well, um, I didn't hear I, it. I'll just. Say, want, well, I'll listen to the podcast, buddy. I don't want to hear it. I. I just wanted to. It was a yes or no question. It was fine or not fine. Yes. Pass, well, pass. you got to see Snoop. Uh, the city cleaned up. I got to see the city cleaned up. Uh, yeah. Saw I was. I, I got to. I got to just. You know. Surround myself in the filth. And then they mm-hmm. cleaned it up for Xi Jinping and company. They, they removed. No, they cleaned all. it up for Snoop. They knew he was coming. Yeah, they knew oh. I was coming. I, I run mm-hmm. a tight ship. They removed, mm-hmm. uh, and it is a port city. Uh, they removed all of the tent city on the Embarcadero. Oh, um, yeah, it was it was very light on that. Um, a lot of still for lease signs, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it was a much nicer city. I saw a lot of. Uh, still haven't looked it up. Saw a lot of protests. Uh, mm, the mm-hmm. the pro G and anti G regimes uh, protesters were there. Oh, pro and I, anti. Pro and anti. Good I get, well, I Good mean, balance. I don't know how much. I don't know how much the pro. Folks they brought him with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, but there was quite a few. I guess one night it came to fisticuffs. I missed it. Uh, I saw they shut down the Bay Bridge. He did shut down the Bay Bridge. I saw uh, quite a few pro-Palestinian, uh, pro-Palestine um, get-togethers, as, as one might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a guy, two guys, shimmy up the side of a building on scaffolding, oh. like about four four floors, and then ra- ra- wave their Palestine flags. Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, and I got and I picked up a book out of the trash. So I mean, I got the full San Francisco experience. <laughs> there you go, dude. Yeah. That book looked and, like it was in good condition. And I did check it for bed bugs, Rowdy. Yeah. Well. Okay. So here's what happened. Here's I, I mean I, I you you crossed my mind when I was doing this. Oh. Walking. <laughs> I was walking and I saw. I saw a, the bin, and just sticking out of the blue bin, I just saw Tom Robbins, and I was like, oh, that's a book. And then I looked past the blue bin to ensure that there was another public trash bin within, you know, di- uh, uh, con- not too considerable distance between the recycling bin and that. So I picked up the book, immediately, you know, made sure it felt it, it wasn't wet. Did a quick flip to make sure that there wasn't any stains in it. Checked the back covers and made sure there weren't bugs in the spine. And I was it's like, good. "Yeah, this is pretty good." Never broke stride, but I knew if I like, if I picked it up and it was 
if it was wet, if there was bugs, just throw it on wrong, the ground. Keep I was going. just gonna, yeah, I was just gonna immediately toss it into that bin and keep walking, or toss it at least in the direction of that bin and keep mm. walking. Yeah. But I towards never broke the trash. street, and I was like, okay, we're good. And yeah. also, uh, you'll be, I, I, pro tip, yeah, traveling or or not, pro tip, always carry a plastic bag in your book bag or your backpack and whatever you're carrying, like mm. a ziplock. Well, I always I, trash bag. I, I, it's just like a. This was a CVS bag, but a more mm-hmm. one of the more heavy duty kind of like shopping plastic bags. Yeah. I also carry a Ziploc bag, a small one. But Smart. One in there, just for these type of occasions when you're rumming around in the trash and you need to stick something in. So you, I, uh, you dig in the trash a lot when you're on work trips? I try not to dig, but if I'm Oh, I always it, look in the trash. If I'm in stride and I see something I want, I don't hesitate to reach in and grab it. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, enough, that you, enough that you always have a bag with you just in I case you ca- rummage. I always carry a plastic bag with it. I just Be think pla- it's, it's convenient. It's kind of like a Hitchhiker's Guide where it says, you know, always bring a towel. To me, it's like yeah. always have a plastic bag. You can use it to cover. I've covered my computer in it when it's been raining. Mm. I've used it to pick up things. Like I said, throw throw things in there if I need a second hand. To, uh, you know, you get fired and you got to take your belongings <laughs> home that day. Which is always nice to have a plastic. Always bag have an exit strategy. Yeah, that's right. You just got to. Yeah. If you need to get out, if you need to get out or you need to take someone out, have a plastic bag in hand. Hmm. That's yeah, that's a that's say. a good idea. I mean, I've brought garbage bags uh, to put my suitcase in for uh, bed bugs, but I've never done. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? No, he I likes- just I love. I mean, everyone has it, but I love that you are so vocal about your. I mean, extreme fear of bed. Oh, bugs. dude, belief yeah. is strong yeah. belief that bed <clears throat> bugs exist. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I believe it. I believe it for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've brought one home from a trip before. He so. brought a, sing- a single bed a bug. A single? Home. That's <laughs> enough, man. If that thing was pregnant, <laughs> I mean, game over. <laughs> for so. whomst? For whomst? For a, all of my furniture, all, all of my books. You'd be don't finding you my books like, in the trash. Don't you just have to, like, heat up your house or something to get rid yeah, of Yeah, but, like, I mean... How hot? Pretty hot. Is that like a... And they put a tent over it or something? No, they don't... I don't know if they... Well, I don't know how they... I don't know how exactly they, they do it now. They I mean, the, the, I mean, the best thing... They've got to put a tent if, over if, you. If, They're just like, putting you on blast in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the best... That, exactly. That's when You're you waving really, the freak flag. When you can't really identify... Like, I don't, I don't know how much I buy the... I mean, I, I'm sure the heat treatment does okay, but like... That's... That's just a bridge uh, well, too well, far well, for well, you. Well, here's 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 my re- here's my rationale. So if you, so, uh, uh. if you heat up uh-huh. stuff like I, I I just I guess I don't trust how <laughs> kind of knowing how bed bugs work. They're sneaky. Okay. They can they can feed off of you and then they can hang out for like a year before they need to feed again. So they can just go sneak off to their you know hidey hole. And then who's to say when they heat up your house that wherever they're hiding, you know, that that heat is going to make it there. Also, I don't know how long they actually heat heat works. Like, well, but so here's here's the deal. You can also another bed bug treatment you can do if you have like 
you know, bags or whatever, and you're just like, I, you know, just want to be sure you can throw them in the freezer. Well, you have to throw them in the freezer for like, it's like uh, four days, I think. So you can't tell me they're going to be heating, heating my house for four days. I think they do it for multiple days. They heat your house for four days? Uh, yeah, think, something like that. They take yeah. off all the light switch covers and like it. You, yeah, you people lose their record collections and stuff because they either. Well, I wouldn't throw them out. I would just try to clean them. But people throw them out because they'll melt. Like you're gonna yeah, lose can, some stuff I heard with about the heat that, treatment. Yeah, with like candles and yeah, some plastic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, what you what, what I feel like. Because that's what happens, Rowdy, with heat. It's not just like the heat waves have to actually touch no, it. No, yeah, it, I get heat, that. It warms everything in the house. I get so. that. I understand. Okay. Including hidey holes. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But I just, I mean, So what's I your know. solution then? My, if you got bed bugs, what would you do? Yeah, solution. Uh, I, I'd, I'd hire one of the bed bug sniffing dogs. Mm-hmm. Because the bed uh, bugs, the, the reason they do the heat treatment, it's like, why why do your I mean unless you have a severe infestation <laughs> why do your whole house if you can just these snoops over here itching now uh, why do your whole house if you can just you know target the area so if you bring in the dogs whoa smart. whoa they s- just stay where they like you think they just stay in one area yeah <laughs> I mean if you have a small I'm out. It, it, listen yeah. if you have a small well, I, if, a if small that, number a small number you, they true. stay they stay where you they stay but, where you sleep but if that's true then how did you get it on your suitcase and bring it home it clearly doesn't stay where it is oh no but that but if you initially bring oh, okay, them I'm saying go. if you first come home like Tell say, me about I, say I bring home like next. Okay. say say I bring home like one <laughs> or two bed bugs okay all I have to do is what find those names? one or two bed bugs. I don't have mm-hmm. to. I don't have to heat up my whole house. So you bring in the dog and it finds them. Now, if you wait too long, then yeah, you might have to heat up your whole house. I'm just saying, so this do is you the bring, best preventative measure. So do you bring the dog in every time you come home from a yeah from a trip? No, no. I have a <laughs> I have a detached garage, so I have a whole protocol. Oh Walk God. me through it. Let's yeah, let's go. Hear let's it. do let's it. Let's Gosh. It. Okay. Let's so yeah. So it starts. <laughs> it starts on the trip. Uh, bags it, always. Wait. Wait. Is that? Is there any point in this entire protocol that you're actually just taking a hair dryer and going over your body with it? No. Okay. Bubba. No. Bags, is this written down? No. It's just. Okay. We've 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 kind of got it down. So we we now yeah, it's the a family. Don't know the whole that, family. Oh. Yeah. oh okay. It's a family oh. activity. So right. because it's like a quiet place, but it's just about bed bugs. <laughs> yeah, because it's you can be as safe you can be as safe as you want in right. um, one false in, move though. in your hotel. But you know when you're shoving your bags in with everybody else's bags on the plane, all that kind of stuff. Like oh damn, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't have to. I mean, it's not just the hotel. You should be right. you should always be worried about it. I don't feel like I have the bandwidth to be worried about bed bugs. I'm worried about falling out of the sky. There's two. There's two th- uh, trains of thought here. One is, don't be worried about it because it doesn't. Most of the time, it doesn't happen anyway. And the other train of mm. thought, which I think Rowdy's on, which I is, mean, I've already brought one. Home. I worry about what everything, are the odds of that? and it's never happened. So obviously, worrying works. No, I worried. Right. I worried, and I did bring one home. So look what that mm. got me. Do you think Good. that your worry could have manifest that? You brought ah, that bug home. Yeah. 
I don't know. It was a Canadian bed bug. Transitive so properties I don't, or I don't know. A Canadian, Canadian bed bug? Yeah, I don't know how manifesting works. North of the yeah. border? In other countries, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most yeah. of my worry stays within our borders, so... <laughs> they, interestingly enough, have a universal manifestation. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Not real interested yeah. in foreign policy, just domestic. <laughs> Okay. But no, here, here, here's, here, here's, here's a quick rundown of my protocol. Okay. Okay. On the trip. Right. That's what we were talking bags about. Bags always stay in the, in the bathroom. Uh, oh, my gosh. Be, yes. I mean, uh, you're, you, you want, are for sure getting gross stuff on your suitcases by keeping <laughs> them in the bag. That it, it is guaranteed. It gets gross stuff. The we- if it's a wheel bag, it's getting gross stuff on it, just wheeling it a around. A wheel bag? So. It's not you, getting you toilet flushes. It's so, not okay, getting toilet so, flushes on it. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. so restroom restroom for bags, you know, hang them up, or so if you have like a bathtub or shower, you could just stick them in there, but they can hang. Okay, that's that's first step. I, okay, it's not just me, bud. I just saw an article this week of someone else recommending this. So right, yeah, uh, I got gotcha. you. Right, yeah. Uh, so this is the rowdy method, and half, and half the country and, voted and, for and, Trump, and, and and the rest of the country is just catching up. So okay. and <laughs> okay. when I get home. Uh, bags, uh, bags stay in the garage, which is, is a detached garage. Um, the so clothing. Uh, when I come in, clothing goes straight into the washer, and then I change out of whatever I'm wearing. Um, and then if there's other like smaller things, I'll just stick them in the garage freezer for like four days, and then I'm good. That's it. So what do you it's all you hard. do? With, but all you do when you're at the hotel is just put them in the bathroom. So you don't bag them when you leave the hotel or anything. Oh, you. So can. if they I've are there, that. they could be in your car. Oh, I mean, yeah, they could be in the car. They could be in the airplane. Whatever. So yeah. So that's why you take this ex this extra step before you bring stuff back into the house. Is there such a thing as a bed bug proof bag? Uh, they do have bags that actually heat up. So you can actually plug the bag in, or, or it's, I don't know if it's battery powered or what, but they have like roller bags. It's just, it looks and, like a giant And the, and the uh, bags heat up lighter. to like, okay. they're supposed to like heat treat if there are any Dude, uh, you are definitely getting ways. stopped by TSA if you got one of those. That's <laughs> my sure. thought too, yeah. Um, How so. do bed bugs respond to diatomaceous earth? Do they? Well, it, it mm. tears them up. It Does it? Up. So why yeah. wouldn't you just like why wouldn't you just delouse your bags? Uh, do you really want to be walking through TSA with white powder coming out of your bags? That's the only way I go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I figure it, it's yeah. If you are that blatant about it, they're definitely like, oh well, this guy, without a doubt. I, I mean, I saw flight. I know what Denzel Washington went through. Look at all the stuff he was able to get. <laughs> Reed gets it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he flies upside down. <laughs> exactly. So I think if you're that if you're that uh, blatant about it, uh, they won't stop me. I did fly with a little bag of uh, white powder this time, and nobody what stopped me. So gold bond? <laughs> no, uh, it's uh, it was a supplement, oh. uh, a, a vitamin. Oh. It was just loose white working? powder. Is it working? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Huh. It's called steroids. I don't know. How. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I don't know. Say the steroids. Cream, cream. <laughs> yeah. Some people yeah. refer to it as test. I'm not quite sure what that <laughs> I means. Don't know what that but wow, anyway. man. Uh, that's too much, Rowdy. 
Okay. <laughs> it's really not bad. It's not. It, it, it's not bad. Now, this makes me wish I've taken pictures of all of the motel rooms I have stayed Ooh. in out in the desert over the years. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know, for man. Sure. I know. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. What are you doing after you stay in that hotel? Putting your bags back in the car. Mm-hmm. Okay. You park that car. How hot do you think it's getting in that car? Yeah, that's a good point, huh? So you're you're heat treating it, you know, like because you're down in the southwest, yeah. so you are literally frying, yeah, whatever you've had in there. Okay, so mm. yeah, so maybe just the my dumb luck has uh, kept me safe all these yeah. years. Yeah, huh? if there, would, if if bed bugs exist. Well, yes, that's the big presupposition here. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. This is, this is, Rowdy's life is a thought experiment. If bed bugs exist, what do you do when you come up? I don't know if I have any protocols like that. I'm going to have to think about that. Uh -uh. I, I, you know, all it does for me is when I walk into a hotel room. I I always think about it now because of that time we all went to Detroit. Yeah. Right, right. Maybe I'm just too obstinate, and I'm like, ha, 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 I'm not doing anything to avoid yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rowdy would be so pissed. I look down my nose at bed bugs. Yeah. As I, as I uh, crawl into my bed wearing the same clothes I spent the entire day on the street wearing. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Oh, just rolling around. Gross. <laughs> oh, man. So so far, this is a pretty typical Thanksgiving episode. I would yeah, say. I would this say is so. pretty. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should get into it because we do have quite a few. Oh yeah. Here. Oh okay. Yeah. So hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, first up, uh, speaking of prayers, prayers up for uh, Jimmy Ursay, who. Oh yeah. Um, tough week. Tough week. Has had a he has had a tough week. So he was he was interviewed on. Uh, uh, in real, an interview t- real sports with, H- with H- Bryant Gumble. HBO Sports. Oh, Bryant yeah. Gumble. So, and in yeah. the interview, he said, um, when he was arrested in 2014, um, which he was charged, he pl- he pled guilty to one misdemeanor count of operating a vehicle while intoxicated. And so, in the interview, he was asked why he pleaded guilty, and he responded, "Just to get it over with." And then he said, I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. Uh, if I'm just the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. Um, and so then he was asked how he thought this assertion would be received. And he said, I don't care what it sounds like. It's the truth. I could give a damn what the people think, how anything sounds or sounds like. The truth is the truth. <laughs> I know the truth. Um, and he claims that when he was arrested, he failed the field sobriety test because he had just had hip surgery, which to his credit, he does he, so he was a he was a he was a bodybuilder. He yeah. was a he was a a like kind of extreme bodybuilder Power in the early eighties. Yeah. Powerlifter, yeah. So he did kind of ruin his his hips and knees and everything. Um so I mean, there could be something to that. I did rewatch his arrest video, and it seemed it he, he was not being. I mean, on the one hand, do you do you ever talk to cops? No, you never talk to exactly. Cops. Okay. So never ever. But ever. but do you think a sober Jim Mercer would talk to cops? For sure. Uh, yeah, because yeah. he's an idiot. Yes. So 
but he, in this video, he does not really talk to the cops. Um, oh. He also can't follow simple instructions like, you know, follow my finger with your eyes, not your head. And then he's just like moving his head and they're like, don't, you know, don't move your head, you know. Um, anyway, so this so, so, so this this interview comes out. So let me let me walk you through some of this drama. We love drama. Yeah. Um, so th- so this take. interview comes out. And then on first take, Stephen A. Smith and his co-host uh, got into it. Who's his co-host these days? Do we know? Um, let's see. There was... Is it... It's not well, Shannon, is it? I know. I just want... I just... I don't think so. I want to go back to, real quickly, this arrest. Because he's making it sound like, oh, you were a little... Little little drunk drivey. He also it wasn't just one field sobriety test; it was multiple tests. And then when they what about them peels? Searched his car. Yeah, when they searched his <laughs> car, they found many peels. <laughs> See what you don't yes, understand, he officer. He just had hips. He just had hip surgery. Narcotics, sure, but then he had what seventy thousand dollars in cash. Twenty nine thousand. <laughs> okay, and we'll, and there's a good explanation. See, we'll he get is to that. being discriminated against for yeah, just being a baller. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, and also if you how watch you his arrest video, many peels? check out his shirt. I think the cops were just jealous of how that's true. Amazing, it was his a shirt cop was. shirt. It was it was kind of like a um, what was that what was that brand? Uh, like the like the faux motorcycle. Yeah, kind of with affliction. all the it, uh, affliction. Affl- it was like yeah, an affliction yeah, shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. With all the doodads on it. <laughs> it was bejeweled. Yeah, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Let's put yeah. some wings. Yeah. yeah. It's what a- it's it's what Applebee's shirts hope aspire to be. Yes. This a lot of flair. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, Stephen A and the gang, uh, they you know they were responding to this interview. And uh, Stephen A. Smith said, quote, I've never looked at Jim Irsay as somebody with all of his marbles, per se. When he makes a statement like this, on one hand, you can laugh about it because of how utterly ridiculous it is, being in America, the white power structure that exists. Obviously, if you're a billionaire, you've got money and stuff like that, and you're white. So usually when people think about prejudice, you certainly don't look at that category. But for him to articulate that, it just shows how detached he is. I remember when Jonathan Taylor was looking for a new contract, and I remember how dismissive Jim Irsay came across. And when you see Jim Irsay say the kind of things that he says, it harkens me back to Jonathan Taylor, how dismissive he was about this man and what he thought his value was. Um, and so then there were also, like, in after this segment, actually, on the, uh, uh, the HBO episode... Uh, on real sports, with so Ryan when Gumble, uh, Gumble, um, Gumball, when they came back, he's uh, Brian Gumble's like, does he have any idea just how foolish that sounds? Um, kind of, you know, he's like clearly, and it goes on to say he's clearly a guy who's had everything given to him. Does he realize how lucky he is? Um, and and even says. Uh, <laughs> His dad was viewed as a joke among NFL owners. Is his reputation any better? Mm. And so, oh, ad hominem. Um, and, and so, this uh, co-host Kramer said, um, 
yes, his reputation is definitely better around the league in the sense that he's made the team work fiscally. He's won a Super Bowl, and he's been extremely outspoken. He's going to say what he believes, whether you like it or not. Um, but, yeah, so now Jim Mer so, so all this comes out, Stephen A. Smith and all this. So, um, so Ursay responds and says, first take, you're, Y-O-U-R, you're going to get your ass sued with a capital oh, S. Oh, he's on one. Because there was, <laughs> yep, because there was no alcohol, no illegal drugs. $29,000 is low for me to be carrying in oh, 2014 arrest. He says, I give away $2,000 to $10,000 to the homeless and needy on the, well, he, he says not needy, the needed to the homeless and needed on the street all the time and pass it on, making the world better. He goes on to say, um, HBO's Real Sports is why kicking the stigma, which is Ursay's mental health uh, charity, charity yeah. is yeah, mental health charity is so important to our efforts, defeating the stigma of the disease of addiction and alcoholism. If I had overcome pancreatic cancer, I'm a courageous hero. Instead, Brian, Brian Gumbel treats me with mean-spirited contempt. So sad. Um, he then tweets at Stephen A. Smith and says, Hey, Stephen A. Smith, my friend and buddy Edger and James from Spain on vacation together say, Get a life, fool. You ain't got a clue, fool. <laughs> <laughs> and he just tweets a blurry photo of him sitting with uh, Edger and... Uh, oh it, it may be... Uh, Who's his guitar player from his band? Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Kenny, it may be Kenny Wayne Shepherd, who, but he doesn't name him. I'm gonna be honest. Edron James and Kenny Wayne Shepherd do not look alike. <laughs> no, Edron James <laughs> and Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Oh, okay. Yes. it could be. I thought you were saying it could be one or the other. No, it either could also be it could also be another white man. Hard to say. Yeah. A lot of people it say was Kenny, blurry. A lot of people say Kenny Wayne Shepherd is like the White Edger and James. You've heard that, huh? Yeah. A lot of, I'm, yeah. I'm hearing people are saying, yeah. Um, and then he goes on to say, and on first take, the woman that preceded Stephen A. How dare you pretend to know me? I don't know your name, and I don't care to. Angry face emoji. If my black mother Dorothy was still alive, you'd be in some hot water. What? You are. You are mean and ugly. Ooh. You're a nothing bird. Oh, that's, and then after mean and ugly, he has the upside down smiley face emoji. And then he says, you're a nothing burger. And then like sad, confused emoji. Wait, which, which you're? Y-O-U-R. Still <laughs> you're. You're, you're a nothing burger. Okay. Still possessive. So you might be wondering, who's Jim Ursay's black mom? Dorothy. I am well, wondering. Yeah, he says, Dorothy Bloodsaw. <laughs> Dorothy Bloodsaw was my black mom. She carried me in the house in Lincolnwood, Illinois on 19... <laughs> she carried me in the house in Lincolnwood, Illinois on 1959 June and raised me in the light of Christ. Prayer emoji. I would be dead if not for her unconditional love. She showed me that Jesus was my savior. I owe everything to her. Um, well, that's nice. So, yeah. Um... There's a lot. There's a lot here. So there's potential lawsuits. Um, I mean, we'll see how that goes. But oh, there's no, there's no lawsuits. There but yeah, no twenty nine thousand dollars. That's just traveling around money. I mean, even though 
uh, the cash, most of the cash was in a briefcase and laundry bag where the police also found numerous bottles containing prescription drugs, right. which you normally I keep thought in it was like a, a, over a thousand pills. Or I thought it was yeah. like an insane hy- amount of pills. He had oxy, hydrocodone, and then something else, I remember. Yeah, it was a lot. But they were all narcotics. But also, yeah. I don't know how you tell the difference between Jim Ursay on something and Jim Ursay not on something. <laughs> the, that should have been see, his defense. I, he should have just gone to court, gone in front of the judge, been himself, and the judge would have been like, how can you tell what's going on here? Dude. That this is this is why I can't take sides in this because, um, well, first of all, no one. Has to <laughs> um, s- s- uh, second of all, you're yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Jim Irsay just being Jim Irsay is way it's a higher. Wild ride. It's feels a wild higher ride. than in anybody yeah. else. Yeah. Feels higher and than most And it's like posture. People. He's all hunched over and like just. Yes. You well, know, like. Yeah. Part yeah. of that is because of his his uh, his yeah. body is breaking down. Um, that dude needs a hover round. Didn't he, he? He does need a hover round. Yeah. He needs a segue. I guess. Well, Pat McAfee talks how he whips around on his like one of those like jacked up yeah. golf carts around his. But his uh, his uh, his property. But didn't he also say in this that, uh, this interview that he's been to rehab 15 <laughs> times? Yes. And he once nearly died of an overdose? I'm not, uh, like, it's, it's crazy. I'm not laughing at that, but for, for him to have the audacity to say, I'm, like, there's a prejudice against, and I think it's funny, he said, rich white billionaires, as if there's poor white, <laughs> white billionaires. billionaires. I w- I, you know what? That's what I consider myself. Poor white billionaire. (laughs) I do, yeah. Yeah, just a poor white billionaire. Yeah, yeah. I just forgot where my box of money is. Uh, But he, for him not to see that there is a, that his billions of dollars have been able to get him into treatment 15 times. And he hasn't lost everything. I don't know if you if you guys have ever looked up all of the stuff around the Colt when the Colts left Baltimore, but there was a trip where uh, I think this happened in Baltimore. His Robert Ursay, his dad, flew to Indianapolis, and got a look around the new uh, Hoosier Dome, mm-hmm. came back, and all of the Baltimore journalists were there at the at the airport as he was getting off of the plane. And they were asking him, and he was clearly, I mean, it was like middle of the night, but he was like, he had clearly been drinking. Yeah. And he was like, they, just taking at this kind of impromptu, pre- impromptu press conference, he was taking questions. And this was also at the time where he was, he was getting pretty belligerent. And then he told them, I don't know where you're getting this. We are not moving from Baltimore. Mm. We're not moving to Baltimore. And then, like, a week later, he's got everything in the yeah. Mayflower <laughs> uh, semis and leave. But I, I think this is, like, I would – I understand. Like, this is – this addiction is a – it's a real problem. But, I mean, you missed it. Jimmy, yeah. you missed it. You, you, you missed the mark on this. I mean, he's right I mean, that mo- – that not most, but maybe. But a lot of people do hate white billionaires. 
rich white billionaires. And that's the other part. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is yeah. an accurate there, statement. <laughs> there is a prejudice towards rich billionaires, <laughs> rich white billionaires, as yeah. he says. But it's not the right. one you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, ord- the, the yeah. average guy with 29K, 1,000 pills, and buzzed up, they're not letting that guy off, Jimmy. You got that backwards. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. your other billionaire buddies don't just suspend you for, like, what was it, six yeah. or eight games. It was half a season, yeah. I think. Suspend you for eight games. You don't lose the team. Right. You, you, don't, you don't lose really any money. Exactly. How do you, I mean, suspending an owner, what does that do? It's like, hey, we're still going to print the money with your face on it. You just can't come into (laughs) it. Like, what? Okay. Uh, The the machine still continues. I don't understand mm -hmm. why this is like, what what is, and I, let's see, 24, 13, 14. Oh, so that would have been when Peyton was winding down. He was gone. Okay, well, I mean, those it's might be It's just performative, man, because they're all in the club. They're just, yeah. Right. Right. They weren't mad he did it. They were mad yeah, he Yeah, and caught. they don't throw, they usually don't throw owners out until those owners are costing them money. They can while out right. all they want, but that's, the minute they start costing the 31 other dudes money, you're out. Yep. You're gone. Yep. All right, what else we got? Well, um, oh geez, I'm the, reading the I'm reading the headlines now. Uh, so, <laughs> Dion's this oh, is about uh, Dion Sanders' geography lesson. So, Reed, do you want to take this one? It's got a little yeah. bit of history. It's got a little bit. And of geography. I did I do watch uh, Dion Presser, so I did see him say this. Uh, yeah, Dion. I forget why he brought this up. Was it about the coaches? Dion's talking starts talking about the sculptures in the mountains or the faces mm-hmm. carved into the mountains out there in California. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, but I can't remember exactly if he was talking about players or coaches or what, but it was interesting and I think Snoop's point when we were chatting about it yesterday was the best. He's like, This guy makes like six and a half million dollars a year. What do you think a tenured professor or an adjunct professor at the <laughs> University of Colorado makes? Yes. <laughs> and a not yeah, a non tenured uh non non tenured track adjunct professor in the history department at University yeah. of Colorado. Yeah. Like just <laughs> scraping along after spending his entire life dedicating his or her life to yeah. to to the pursuit of knowledge and understanding of the of, of the historical world and this guy makes like six and a half million dollars and not only that but he made that they signed him without knowing they the budget didn't allow to pay the coach that much right they, they don't have the where money they were right. gonna get the money right. they don't ha- they didn't have right. the money. They just signed him with the promise that we will find the money to hire you. And he's like, what do you think that person is doing right now? Going, I don't. He, at one point, are, he, at one point he was just like, oh, man, my geography. He's like, where? What is it? Mount Russ, South Dakota. Oh, <laughs> man. I was th- I'm thinking of the Hollywood yeah. sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was invited after this uh, by South Dakota. Um to come visit oh, Mount yeah. Rushmore. Yeah. 
If Dion needs to see Mount Rushmore, we'd love to show him. Bring the whole Colorado team. We have buffalo herds in our <laughs> that are just a short ways away. Bring Ralphie. Yeah, the, that's uh, awesome. Bo- He'd love Custer State Park. <laughs> you guys ever been to Mount Rushmore? No. No, it's, sir. It's smaller. It's way smaller than you think it is. That's yeah. what I've heard. Is it? But I don't. Okay, so I don't understand this. Let's go back to this. So he thought that there was four, the four faces. Yeah, it was just faces. He didn't say presidents or I don't know why he was, uh, what what he was. <laughs> thinking that they were he was just getting it were. confused he was getting it confused the hollywood, with the hollywood sign. sign the hall that's what i don't understand because he was like out there in you california up in the mountain in california right and then somebody off off the to the side said something and that's when he was like oh <laughs> they started laughing yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like my geography yeah <laughs> like oh, florida man. state yeah. ringing endorsement for florida state uh Exactly. Yeah, D- Dion. Oh, Dion is his press conferences are are something else. But I think I think he was right. You said it's smaller than you think yeah. it is. Because he did say those little four. Yeah, heads. <laughs> those little four. Um, heads. <laughs> what's those, those little, little four heads yes. that are in California? What do they call those? The people's faces. Yeah. <laughs> They all said Mount Rushmore. Oh, man. It's in South Dakota. Yeah. Dude. Wow. That's, unreal. I, that's the part I, I can't figure out. It's like, how did you mix up the Hollywood sign <laughs> and, and Mount faces? Rushmore. <laughs> right. Is he face, does he have face Maybe blindness? Maybe he is face He's blind. like, I'm sorry. You're all letters yeah. to me. Did he grow up on Sesame Street where there's just talking <laughs> letters walking around? <laughs> It's not. Uh, he's he's having a pretty rough season anyway. They're four and seven. Yeah, not point. great. So they lost seven. Not bowling. He said it's the di- it's the it's the most uh, it's the darkest period is in his life. And this is a man who's had toes amputated, yep. and two divorces, <laughs> and two yep. divorces. <laughs> yeah. And that music video. Yeah. And, <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh-huh. And quite honestly, that Jerry curl, back in the eighties on the. Br- the Jerry Curl, uh, come on, oh, man, the Jerry Curls. Okay, right. that was Jerry oh, fair Curl. enough. I think he was he he yeah he wore it well. Yeah. Um, I should have named it yeah. the Dion Curl after he well, wore it. There you go. Well, I missed I, opportunity. Yeah, exactly. I hope he uh, I hope he visits. I hope he checks it out. Yeah. Oh, they'll video What's it. Next? And, Trust and me. And then I hope and, and, and then and then I hope he talks about how it's not that impressive. Yeah. Yeah. He's like when they put my face. Yeah. On. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, next up, uh, Victor Wimbanyama. Wim, okay, Victor Wimban, Victor Wimbanyama. Wimbanyama? Wimbanyama. Yeah, I think you got so it. So Victor Wimbanyama's uh, jersey just got a new number. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Seven hundred sixty. That's a good headline right there. Uh, yeah, I just sent that to you guys. I just thought, geez, like, game-worn, three-quarters of a mil. I mean, mm. we'll yep. see. No, well, not only not only game worn, but it was his NBA debut. Oh, it was the debut jersey. Okay, so this, this was the debut jersey. Hmm. Yep, and it was it was priced at Sotheby's to eat, to come in between eighty and one hundred twenty thousand dollars. So they were just a little bit off. 
when it. I love when that happens. Seven hundred sixty-two thousand dollars, most expensive rookie jersey ever sold. N- unclear how they got it. No, I'm not saying there's any. I'm not connecting any dots here. I'm not even laying any dots down. But I'm. I thought that was interesting. That why wouldn't he either have kept it, or why didn't you know? Why didn't? Yeah. What's uh, the chain of possession? Of what's the chain it? of possession? Right. That that is interesting. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if he, I mean, this is after, that was after one game, and he's what twenty, not even 20, 20 games into the season. Oh yeah, not even career. like fifteen maybe. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Fifteen games. Yeah. Just fifteen games. So and they're on a nine-game losing streak, by the way. All I saw was the number. I didn't see who bought it or they if they even released that. But yeah, I just thought, dude, no, that's haven't. a lot for memorabilia for a guy that. I mean, who knows? He might. He, I mean, he has the potential to be the dude, but he could also be out of the league in two years. Yeah, I. <coughs> I agree. I. I mean. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't think I mean, I hope not. No, he's not a bust, but the injury the injury thing, happen. I mean, I know he's put on weight or whatever, but that guy's a that guy's Skeletor out there. 7 foot 4. <laughs> you know, he's as he's as tall as Zach Eady. Zach Eady is about I was going to say he's heavier. got he's and Eady looks slim this slimmer this year. He yeah. slimmed down. Yeah, he slimmed down, but he was Naismith basketball Naismith player of the year last year came back to Purdue for his, his final season but yeah they're the same size that's crazy which is, is crazy and I think Bull Bull is yes he size. is the same size I think but they don't have the, and, I mean the skill set's uh, different or the the arsenal I mean like the ball handling yeah. and everything it, for a guy that big is wild it's is Chet Holmgren that same size? The guy from he is Zaga? almost that size. If he wasn't, I mean, he was over seven foot. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of dudes in the league right now that uh, that can shoot that mm-hmm. are big, big, big. Yeah. And got yeah got weight. The only thing I knew about this guy before this was uh, there was a video that kind of went viral of uh, Wimbanyama. Mm-hmm. Nailed Wimbanyama. it. Uh, in the game 2K, oh yeah, <laughs> where he oh you're, got you're, stuck your favorite on the, game got stuck on the basket and was like yeah I saw that <laughs> clip he he like dunked and then for some reason got stuck <laughs> on the basket and just glitched out <laughs> and and he, they cut back to him and he's just like s- just fast spinning around the around the uh, the basket but that's all I knew about him so I guess. Maybe that probably added to the value of this uh, hey, that, jersey. What, if this was two years ago, that clip would have been an NFT that would have gone for a fortune. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Your yeah. NFT boys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, um, What's next? anything else to say there? We want to move on? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Uh, let's talk about our buddy Ichiro. Oh, oh man, this man. is a great story. Okay. So uh, Ichiro Suzuki, probably the greatest baseball player uh, to ever live. Yeah, I said it. At least one of our favorites, right? I mean, there was no doubt Ichiro was on another level when he played. But he's 50 years old now, so you think, Man. oh, he's probably slowing down. Well, not you'd a chance. Be, you'd be wrong. He was 
pitching, that's right, pitching, which his MLB teammates used to talk about, you know, he could do anything he wanted. If he wanted to hit 50 home runs, he could hit 50 home runs. If he wanted to pitch, he could pitch. 50-year-old was pitching in the uh, in Tokyo at the Tokyo Dome at the annual All-Star Game for the best high school girls baseball players in Japan. So, how did he do? Well, he pitched a shutout, complete <laughs> game, 116 pitches, struck out nine, walked two, and had and gave up five hits in a 4-0 victory. <clears throat> At one point, he hit 86 miles an hour with his fastball. Oh, my gosh. 50 years old. Dude, just, this like, was well, high pretty, school? That's pretty impressive for, like, yeah, there's most girl, people, right? Girls high schoolers. This was what? That I mean, that speed is pretty impressive, right? Yes. So uh, I was trying to find this, and I found one article that said, uh, to put that in context, Jamie Moyer was 49 in his final big league season in 2012. And that year, Jamie Moyer averaged 78.6 miles per hour on his fastball. Mm. So he could be... Ichiro could probably still be play- if he was like, look, I can't do, I can't, I can't do the field thing anymore, and I, I frankly, probably can't hit. I doubt that, but I, he, if he said I can't hit, because I can't run like I used to, he could probably go to somebody. Give you a couple camp. innings now. He got, he did get put in. Give you a couple innings. Give me, yeah, it'd be a long. He got leader. put in in one game toward the end of his career. I've seen highlights of it. And the story was that he'd been lobbying most of his career to for them to let him pit where whatever team he was on let him pitch. Mm-hmm. And if I remember correctly, he gave up a couple homers in that he got touched up a little bit, but it was he was far out of his prime by then. But he right. had some uh, he had some whiffs. Guy's amazing. How yeah. would you like? How how would you feel? You guys are parents. How would you feel if you went to your daughter's high school game and Ichiro shut her team out? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. But the this is time, this I'd is like, like an annual mm. thing though that he does. Yeah. Oh, it's this like an exhibition his, thing. This, this is oh, okay. I think the third year he's done it. Yeah, they. And, I think they. Well, would that be right? Because they started in twenty twenty one. I think. Yeah, three yeah. years. So. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, I he plans to continue doing it. I mean, it sounds like fun. He wasn't the only big leaguer, former big leaguer there too. I guess Daisuke Matsuzaka was there. He was also a pitcher, oh, though, so I don't huh. know what he was doing because Ichiro took care of well business. the other team, right? Or did Ichiro pitch the whole game? They're both sides. Was he the only pitcher? He, no, uh, no, he 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 was the no. I guess Daisuke yeah. could be on the other side, but the other side was all high school girls. I guess. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think he also, I thought I saw a video that he also batted and was is one of the girls oh, struck dude. him out. Yeah. And she was yeah. never seen again. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, here we go. At 48, at 48, uh, he made one appearance on an ML, uh, one appearance pitching. And he pitched an inning of relief for the Mariners. Yep. Let's see how he did in 2015. Now i got to go find yep. that game. I've seen the clips. 
Yeah, I would think that would be really cool. I mean, for one thing, if you just, if, if that was my daughter out there, I'd be like, first off, legend. Yeah. He's a legend. Like, get as much time with him as you can because he will instill so much knowledge about the game in you. But then the second thing is, like, you want to, if you're an all-star, you want to pit, you want to face the best. Well, clearly, a 50-year-old, 50-year-old Ichiro is still one of oh, the best. Oh, yeah. Ichiro's awesome. But, yeah, pretty cool. Speaking Let's of see. awesome people, I feel yeah. like we should probably check in with our buddy, the Commish, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Let's yeah. hear what he has to say coming off this last week. <laughs> Listeners, it's the commissioner here. I'm just reporting on Senior Day. The (laughs) Fighting Irish took care of business 45 to 7. I'll be honest with you, going into the halftime at 17 to 7, when we clearly had an opportunity to put a touchdown on the board, instead we put a field goal on the board, and I was thinking to myself, this is exactly why our offensive coordinator is the dead man walking. Cause it just, it just, yeah, it wasn't what it needed to be. Um, luckily, they got it together in the second half. Still think our offensive coordinator is a dead man walking, uh, mainly because Mark Freeman has to be better than nine and three. The nine and three is not going to be good enough at Notre Dame. Anyway, Ooh. today I just want to make a brief statement on college football and how glorious and wonderful it is. <laughs> because it's just such an amazing sport. As I look across the landscape and I see, uh, I mean, Michigan barely won today. Actually, they they controlled the game the entire time, but um, I'm just kind of getting sick of their story. The more and more it comes out, the more and more it's obvious they cheated and they did something wrong and they're covering it up. And now they're somehow also trying to be a victim. I don't really get it, but... (laughs) Whatever uh, James Madison lost today, uh, which R.I.P. Uh, you know, hey, that happened. Uh, what was the other one that I saw? Oh, uh, Albert got a, got got caught looking ahead yeah, for the Iron did. Bowl next week. Uh, he did. In the New Mexico State, and I am sure that Reed has something to say about that, which will be kind of glorious. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Um, oh, um, we have officially killed the uh, Trojans of USC. Thank you for that. Yeah, you, or or yeah, I should say you're welcome. Because, yes, we were the team that killed them. Uh, Clemson beat North Carolina, which I guess in terms of as Notre Dame's schedule, that helps. But I am... Um, with you all and that I hate Clemson so that's not oh Iowa what a team (laughs) this team this year has had nine opportunities to have an over under of 40 points or less and they are nine for nine and getting the under every single time Um, beautiful gotta be an Oh, and that was the end. It just cut off at three minutes. That was it. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> he was done. He's just Dude, getting that a lot was of a great chest. summation yeah, of last week. <laughs> no doubt yeah. about it. There you go. It was. It was, a it was awesome. For sure. I mean, he, he's, he spent some time there talking about uh, yeah. Michigan. Uh, I've heard that there's a mysterious Uncle T. Oh, yes, Uncle T. Who what are your, what yeah, are your who Uncle is this T guy? theories? He's a booster. So He's so two, two that I've heard. So Tom Brady. Oh. Oh. Tom Brady, former like Michigan it. quarterback, has been called into question, but allegedly it is with. not. I heard that uh, Uncle T was a booster that shelled out money for some nefarious some Old maybe paid stallions. for stallion stuff some nefarious stuff and then he got hired mm. why did they keep these guys on the why did they put these guys on the payroll I don't know I mean this the the other person who they were looking at was this man named Tim Smith oh come on that's the most bland yeah. non-name name there ever was. Tim yeah, Smith? Yeah, so Tim, Tim Smith is a board member. This doesn't have a uh, real sure ring to it. Yeah. And, yeah, so he's a board member of the Michigan NIL Collective Champions Circle. He was a graduate of the, of the School of Business at Michigan, and he and his wife Jocelyn are longtime supporters of Michigan athletics. Tim, Tim's first words were go blue as taught to him by his parents who are also Michigan. So there was, there was a thought that uncle T could be Tim Smith. Um, and Smith though said, I can give you good news. I don't recognize being known as Uncle T, and I won't refute that myself. I never funded Connor. To say I knew him is perhaps overstating it. I said hi to him. I've spoken to him more since he left Michigan to make sure the young man is okay. And to so, hand him checks. Um, <laughs> according totally to fine. Yeah. According and to, to give him hush money. So according to Smith, he, he claims, so Tim Smith potential Uncle T claims Stallions funded the sign stealing himself by selling a home for over $100,000. So first of all, selling a home for over $100,000. Would he just owned it outright and made a hundred grand? I mean, well, or is it just like he sold a home? And made a hundred thousand dollars, yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, This guy's a CEO, so he, he may not have any clue that's what true. normal people houses cost. That's true. So yeah. So he he's made, like, tell him I made a, how much does milk yeah. cost? $100,000? Yeah. Um, also, what would it, what would behoove this guy to sell a house to fund this himself? Cause he's doing it for the team, right? Yeah. Like he's not the only one doing that. Like he's not the only one can't involved be involved in this. Well, I mean, like he, this guy, like he's not going to just, why would he take it upon himself to sell a house just to finance find sign stealing? None of that makes any sense. So to me, this, uh, Tim Smith, uh, he's throwing out some he's just the guy, huh? wild, Bonkers, uh, yeah. theories. So to me, I Is feel he, like it, 
Uncle T might be Tim Smith. Now, was he a rich white million uh, billionaire, or is he just a? a, a I'm guessing he's not a hundred thousandaire. <clears throat> Who's that? He, Tim Smith is he a? Is he a rich white billionaire? Well, yes. He's a so CEO. Tim Smith. Uh, over 30 years of successful international business experience in global automotive technology and defense oh, industries. Kaboom. Oh, there it is, defense uh, industries. Tim uh, is currently the CEO of Osirius Group, a company that provides automotive engineering solutions, defense security project design, information technology optimization, cybersecurity, weapons manufacturer. That sounds, that sounds very, like, okay, Especially so automotive. when you could. But when you consider where Connor Stallion came from, where he had a background in military intelligence, mm -hmm. and this guy, everything, and yes, everything about this guy screams yep. spook. Because yeah. when your business does everything from automotive engineering to cybersecurity and defense security project design, that to me doesn't add up as a thing that a, a single <laughs> should do. Um, and and here, here's, right. here, here's, here's another thing that might... Uh, yeah, here's another put a dot, dot down. Just might help, might help make, the, make your, make your uh, decision here about whether or not Tim, Tim could be Uncle T. Uh, Smith claims uh, he feels he, he and Stallions are both being thrown under the bus as a, quote, fall guy. Ooh, patsy. Why is that? Well, um, last Friday, he was dismissed as a member of the NIL Collective Champion Circle by its officials. So, so they threw why, him out of the, uh, out? the um, fundraising money. money the thing money that raising. he was on the board of, yeah. And, and he says, Uncle T said, uh, sorry, Tim Smith says he was removed from the group because they said that this could bring bad light to other. So they think he did it. Circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they, they, or they were also in on it, and then again, sort of like the Ursa thing. Hey, we're not kicking you out because you did it, because we knew you were doing it. We're kicking yeah. you out because oh, you sure. got caught. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the problem we have. It's not that it, it happened at all. So, yeah, I, I, I just don't like it. Here's what I don't like about it. Tim Smith, just the name. It just doesn't. It's a it nothing name. It's a spook it name, right? It, it, right. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, what was that movie with Brad Pitt and Angelina yep. Jolie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Oh, there you go. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Spy Game, which I tried to watch the other night, but that was Robert Redford, and that movie's great. That is a great movie. <laughs> I want to watch that. Yeah, I know. I know. Is that the I one where he like, dies in that boat? <laughs> no, he doesn't Who? die in a Brad, boat. Brad Pitt? Which one are you talking about? You're talking about Jaws. <laughs> that was Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus dies in Jaws? Uh, yeah. No, sure he, he swims He swims away on those barrels. No. He's... Yeah, that's right. It's, it's been uh, it's been so long since I've seen Jaws. It's what's his name? Julia Robert, Roberts' Robert. brother with Julia Roberts' brother. Isn't that Julia Roberts' brother? Who? Rob Schneider? Rob? Not Rob Schneider. Oh what's no, he name? looks like him though. Ron. Ron. I know who Scheidler? you're talking about. Steve. Schneider. Schneider. Schneider House Schneider, Rules. Thank you. 
Rob Schneider is the other guy. Scheider. Yeah, Scheider, <laughs> the Scheider House rules. Yeah, Rob, Rob Schneider is the you can do it <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. And he makes like Gigolo makes, like, Bigolo right or whatever. Yeah. Deuce Bigolo. Deuce. American Gigolo. Deuce Bigolo. Gigolo. Yeah. We're Jiggle falling apart here. We gotta we gotta wrap this up. Well that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I wanna thank the Minister of Sound Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner Brandon Casmer, Food Editor Dennis Chu, the Kentucky Colonel uh, Sean, we're gonna the do Honorary a ball Ball team Boy this, this week. Uh, I've been lamenting the Maction oh, performances okay. uh, this season. I saw a uh, list today that had Ball State at, uh, I think, 101st in football uh, this year, something like that, which hurt I, my heart. So I start cruising I, around Maction, and I see the Akron Zips. Now, Rowdy, we've talked about this before with the Cuban link chain or the uh, uh, belt, you know, for turnover belt or the throne in, in mm. Colorado or, you know, Quite all these wood. teams do something different when they get a turnover. What do you think the celebration for the Akron Zips is for a turnover? I have a guess. Do Akron. they just That's zip, a good zip guess. jackets no, up no, or go something? Snoop. Can I guess? I'm going to guess they, they put, a, put tire a tire over their head and Akron. walk around with a tire on their shoulders. Yes! It's awesome because <laughs> of Akron and, and uh, Goodyear and all that. Rubber Town. Rubber yeah. Town. So, uh, ball boys this week, Akron yeah. Zips, get your act together, Maction. You're embarrassing me this year. Yeah. Yeah. Rowdy, did, did you have a ball boy? I, I also have a ball boy. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, so. Did I tee you up well? <laughs> you, that was a perfect tee. Yeah, very subtle. Yeah. Um, very subtle. <laughs> so my ball boy this week is a young man named uh, Barclay Briggs. And Barclay Briggs uh, went on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. Yes. Uh, Great branding. To, to post an announcement oh, man. about the NFL draft. He says, to Wildcat Nation. Over the last four years, I've had the incredible opportunity to serve diligently as a career backup <laughs> offensive lineman here at Davidson College. While I only played during blowouts or when starters got injured, I refuse to let that stop me from being a scrappy, sneaky athletic, fundamental, high football <laughs> IQ lunch pail guy. <laughs> there are countless people who I have to thank for making my dream of playing Division I football a reality. But I especially want to express my gratitude to my family, my coaches, <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, my teammates, Winston Churchill, my friends, and all those who have supported me throughout this journey. With that being said, I will be foregoing my remaining eligibility to enter my name into the 2024 NFL Draft. Many of you may ask yourselves, if he barely saw playing time at a non-scholarship FCS program, why does this guy think he has any chance in the NFL? This is an entirely reasonable reaction, <laughs> and I don't blame any of you for thinking this. I will provide roughly zero on-field value for an NFL <laughs> franchise, but I'd probably be pretty fun to have around. <laughs> Thank you, Davidson Football. It has been an honor, and I'll, be, and I'll forever be a Wildcat. Barclay Briggs, number 56. And he posted this with um, himself with a kind of Burt Reynolds-style mustache. 
with a a, a larger <laughs> version of himself <laughs> smiling. Uh, yeah, dude. One of those like '80s looking. It's like the uh, back of a baseball card, your, like spirit above you. And so this was all. This was all just in the image of the post, and then the actual text of the post just read, "Acts two fifteen, hashtag respect <laughs> my decision." Yeah. So I was like, yeah. okay, like what's Acts two fifteen? Bible verse. What's Acts two fifteen? Acts two fifteen. These people are not drunk, as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a winner. Pretty good, go. Barkley. Yeah, yeah. Well played, sir. Well played, sir. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Well, not Twitter anymore. I got to update X. this. I just realized yeah. I keep saying yep. Twitter. Instagram or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? Have at it.